hosts of the Sign Community Radio Talk Show. This is Michael James Lauren, your host. We have a very special guest. Her name is Kelly Minter, and she is a beautiful singer and songwriter and worship leader and the way she sings. And also, she's known for Bible studies through Lifeway and other means. Uh, she has uh, two books right now that we want to talk about. Uh, the Living Room series, No Other Gods, The Unrivaled Pursuit of Christ, and All Things New, a study on Second Corinthians. And also, we're going to talk about her CD, hymns, and hallelujahs, among other things. Uh, welcome to the program. Thanks, Michael. I appreciate it. Happy to be here. Our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics. Bayer Dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology. Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailored solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand. From headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems. For more information, please visit north-america dot bearedynamic.com and by vocal booth to go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors audio professionals podcasters producers and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients it's your go-to place for sound treatment soundproofing portable and mobile vocal booths visit vocalboothtogo.com for more information and by Hamilton Stands, founded in 1883 in Hamilton, Ohio, Hamilton Stands is the oldest music and instrument stand maker in the world. They offer a broad range of sheet music stands, band and orchestra instrument stands, and combo stands, including mic stands, guitar and keyboard stands, and accessories. In fact, the broadcast you're listening to is made using a Hamilton stage rocker mic stand. Visit HamiltonStands.com. And Oralex Acoustics has one mission, to make you sound your best. Thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics, along with free expert advice, total sound control products from Oralex. Enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Oralex.com for more information. And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators. Well, you're very talented. It's hard to keep up. I'm going on YouTube, and and okay, I, you're you're gifted by God's grace. The uh, you know putting Bible studies together, which helps us out in the body of Christ, but also being a a singer, songwriter, worship leader, and uh, it, it, does all of that complete you in a, in a sense? I mean, in Christ, or or if you could just you, you can't pick and choose which one you would rather do, right? <laughs> No, I mean, I'm really more in the uh, Bible study teaching and, and, and Bible study writing probably these days a little bit more than the music. But I actually was just working on finishing up a song right before this with Stuart Town and, and Keith Getty. Then they, they wrote wow. In Christ Alone and a bunch mm. of different um, How Deep the Father's Love is Stuart. So anyhow, that, mm. so occasionally I get to, to still work on some things like that, which is nice. Yeah, because my wife is a huge fan, okay? And so, you know, she said, you have to get Kelly on the program here. And so uh, the CD, uh, Hymns and Hallelujahs, when I heard your voice, I'm just saying that it, it kind of reminded me of like Saul and, and, and David, where 
Uh, mm-hmm. Saul was was throwing javelins, and David, David, uh, and uh, <laughs> sometimes I get a li- I get a little moody, Kelly. And and when I heard your voice, I said to my wife, it has this calming effect, like that harp oh. that David played. And I said, you know, I like this. I really like this. You know. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Thank you that's really really helpful yeah it uh, it made it all peaceful and I suddenly there was you know uh, peace so uh, it seems like one of the hardest things to do today is to get Christians together for Bible study I mean really you know sometimes even for Sunday a Bible study before the actual sermon but um, I had a chance to go over these uh, Bible studies and uh, they're they're really wonderful I mean they're they're very full and rich and and so um, have you met, I mean, a lot of people who have that gift that say, you know, oh yeah, my gift is Bible studies. <laughs> well, you know, writing Bible studies, I think is, is different from teaching the Bible, which can be different from writing songs about scripture. So there are lots of different avenues. Uh, it also can be very different from just book writing. And so um, I, yes, I, I, I actually do know a lot of Bible study authors just because this has been the world that I've been in for the last several years. And, uh, but it is, it is definitely a craft. It's a craft um, where you're teaching, but you're also leading people along for them to uh, discover for themselves what they're reading yes. and, and to allow the Holy Spirit to speak in their lives. And that's what I love about it because a lot of times people will come back to me after a study and they'll, they'll share these insights with me that are totally different than anything I would have thought or come up with on my own. So I, I love that about writing Bible studies. And one of the things I like about, I don't like all Bible. I hate to say that, you know, <laughs> Some, I like yours. I mean, I'm just being honest and, and I tell you otherwise, but uh, it, it seems that there's a, a, a discovery, not only of self, but also of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you're very candid about this struggle that you went through in growing up and, you know, finding Christ or finding yourself really through the whole thing. And that you, you said that you could have put all this money into a, a new kitchen and, and you put it into Christian counseling, which was well, but, but, but thinking through the struggles, it seems like you're willing to face a lot. And some, I think that has helped uh, in your in your Bible studies to help uh, to help other Christians kind of face the things that we um, we perhaps don't want to look at in the mirror, you know. And so, was that something that has helped uh, quite a bit? Well, I have tried to be really honest in my studies. Uh, you know, there are always those. Uh, you know, I, I grew up in the church, and you know, there are those fill in the blank kind of studies, and right. and um, and and not that there's anything wrong with us getting knowledge because we do need knowledge, but. I have always been very passionate about the scripture intersecting with the very, very real life that we have here. And, and that's how I believe that they're supposed to intersect. And so uh, that, that takes a, a lot of time and also requires a lot of honesty on my part to, to um, lay out a portion of scripture and do my very best to understand and to study what exactly it's trying to say, and also try to make a bridge for people where I can say something to the effect of, you know, for instance, in Second Corinthians, where he says that, you know, all things have become new, you know, in, in Jesus Christ, all things have become new. And I can say, well, I don't always feel new. I, you know, I, I, I struggle uh, with my sin nature. I struggle with selfishness or jealousy or fear. And so I'll write about those things, but then also bring it back to the scripture and, and try to unpack passages like that. So we really though don't strip it of its power that Jesus really did yes. to make us new and to change our hearts and to change our perspective. And, 
And so that I just try to be really honest in, in studies and uh, transparent. And I think that helps invite people into a place where they can wrestle uh, with the Lord and with the scriptures um, in a way that I think is helpful and safe. Yes. I like that helpful and safe because, you know, we, we want to bear ourselves in, in Bible study. I mean, I guess people say people were more vulnerable, you know, Christians more vulnerable about the things that they go through. And a lot of times we don't like to do that because we don't feel safe to, to share some of the vulnerability. But uh, I know people say that's where like a, um, a revival, right? Revival breaks out. More people were were kind of uh, stripped and and more honest. But um, you were you were at my old stomping grounds at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. I saw that on YouTube. Yes, I think that's been a little while, but yes, wonderful, yeah. wonderful place. Yeah, it will, and and so yeah, I, I was there was a well a while back, but uh, <laughs> but um, you know, boy, you really you you spoke to. Um, to me today, you know, where I am, but also uh, thinking back in, uh, in seminary where, you know, I saw that. I saw seminary students, um, you know, making a, an idol out of, out of ministry. I saw that. And uh, I was wondering, I couldn't put my finger on it, though. And then, and then I started doing that when you started thinking about it. And so uh, this is very timely, just to know other gods, your, your Bible study. Um, I mean, really, I think and that's, isn't that the hardest? That has to be why the Lord mentions it so many times, but that's a stumbling block, isn't it? Even today is uh, making idols out of other things. And, and he just wants us to worship him and know him. And uh, we, we put up such a, a fight, even the things that we think we love, they're, they're not always good for us. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, uh, no Other Gods is a study that is my most recent study that I just came out with. And actually it was my first my very first study for LifeWay, and I, I, I really felt so attached to the message. It's really my life message that 10 years later, I, I told LifeWay that I wanted to record teaching videos with it, and I wanted to really refresh all the content because I also felt like the Lord had done so much in my life since or in, in those 10 years since I first wrote the study that I wanted to put something new into it. And, and really, yes, it's, it, the, really the idea for me was I had grown up in a Christian home, even a pastor's home, and I knew a lot of the right behaviors and a right of the a lot of the right ideology. But there were some things that had be taken the place of God in my life. And a lot of times we think of idolatry. We either think of idolatry as as these old ancient stone statues, and we think, well, thank goodness, you know, I don't worry, I don't worship those, so I must be free and clear of idolatry. And a lot of times we think, well, isn't that nice that we don't have that really so much in America, so we must not have any false gods in America, and all you have to do is look around <laughs> and realize that we have tons of them. They just mm-hmm. look familiar. They're more modern. And so we either dismiss it altogether because we think it's this ancient relic, or we, we think that false gods are only inherently sinful things. So we think, well, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I don't have a problem with pornography or I don't have a problem with drugs or I don't have a problem with affairs. And so I must not have an idolatry problem. But what the Lord began to show me is that anything can become a false God, even good things. So our career paths, um, people can become false gods. Money can become false gods. Uh, materialism, things that are not bad in and of themselves, but they they become detrimental to us because they take the place of God. And we begin to look to those things for our hope and our healing and our joy. And, and then all of a sudden, 
we, we're not joyful anymore. <laughs> we, have, we have a lot. Yeah. We have all these, all these <laughs> idolatry. And so that had actually happened to me much like what you were describing. I had, you know, grow, grown up in the church and, and I was, I was trying to live the best life that I knew how to, but I didn't realize that I had made a career path in music. Um, everything to me, it was, it was just controlling me, ruling me. I had made people into false gods. You know, um, my, my day rose and fell on You're going to be a star no matter what it took. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. For, you know, and, and just, yeah, people's approval and all of those things. And the Lord, it was a very painful time, but it was, it was the best possible journey for me because the Lord began to, to tear those things down and show me, first of all, how truly false they were and how thin and how short lived and how temporary and how unfulfilling they, they, all those things were in the short term and in the long term. But then far more powerfully, he began to teach me about his presence and, and, and um, intimacy with him and the joy and the fulfillment that we have when we are walking with him and we're, we're about the things that he's about. And so a lot of my, my life took a turn uh, a few years after that in writing more studies and speaking more, but also in missions. So I work a lot uh, with an organization called Justice and Mercy International, and we're in the Amazon jungle um, with jungle pastor training. And we're also in- Wow, jungle, I didn't know they had jungle pastor training. I know, isn't that something <laughs> I think that I just never knew we're going to make me so happy. And- uh, <laughs> And then um, also in the Eastern European country of Moldova, we work with a lot of the kids that um, trying to prevent sex trafficking and oh. sharing the gospel and, and giving them homes that are safe. Hmm. So, so many different things that I didn't realize would be <clears throat> so eternally yeah. fulfilling for me. <clears throat> so I, yeah, it's just, it's been a real, real So journey. God really changed yeah. your heart around. I mean, it's uh, the, 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 He's jealous, you know, he wants, he wants you to, to, to work for him, <laughs> you know, and uh, it sounds like uh, it, it affected in, in the process, uh, all of us, you know, Christians who, who know about your Bible studies and know about you. And, um, and so, I mean, when you were out in the Amazon jungle, uh, you began to think about, you know, it doesn't matter even if, uh, if I were famous or it really... I think that from what I understand, the Lord just showed you it's really just about uh, the community of believers. Uh, what was the what the one learning lesson you learned in the Amazon? Well, I've learned countless things. I have I've been traveling there for the last uh, nine years, and so I've been I think eighteen times to the Amazon. And wow, I actually wrote a book called Wherever the River Runs, uh, really all about what the Lord has taught me um, through the people there, but. I would say primarily <clears throat> what I've learned is that um, the, the, the believers that I know there, <clears throat> excuse me, the pastors and their wives, they have so little. In fact, some of them uh, don't even have any kind of real permanent home. Uh, many of them don't know exactly where their next meal will come from. Um, when we have conferences, there are pastors that tell us ahead of time, they and their wives, that you know, they're concerned about coming because they only have four changes of clothing. Wow. And, and is that, would that be okay if, if they're coming to an event that lasts, you know, more than four days and those types of things. And so what has really uh, uh, impressed me over the years is that these are people who have really nothing by the world standards and yet they have a joy and a power and a peace um, and a purpose. Uh, 
in the Lord Jesus that is so, uh, it, it, it's otherworldly. It's really otherworldly. And it is, so, it is so wonderful to be around and so encouraging. And it always reminds me um, of what, of, of the endurance of really knowing the Lord and the joy of that. And not just in a pie in the sky kind of way, but, mm-hmm. but really practical because these people are really living that with so little. And I come back to the United States and I, you know, I get frustrated in my own life, you know, when, uh, you know, I can't afford something or, you know, um, you know, I, I didn't get to eat at the restaurant that I thought we were going to eat at tonight or just these, you know, silly, ridiculous things. It wasn't the red hen, was it? it was, no, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but it just, you know, all of these, these small things that we get frustrated by and, and I'm, I remember, wow, the Lord is so able and he's so uh, good and he's so powerful and he's so near. And we miss out on that because I think what so often we do, and I know I fall into this trap, is we live as believers here in the West. We live for the American dream mm. and Jesus. Right. <laughs> and, right. No, you're, you're, you're speaking the truth. You know, it just, it, that does not work. In fact, Jesus says that in, in, in Matthew, um, in, in his Sermon on the Mount, in Matthew 5, 6, and 7, you know, where he talks about you can't serve God and, and money. And I think if he were, I, I really think that if he were standing here today, he might just say, you can't serve God and the American dream. You know, you can't live for fully for both at the same time. And so it doesn't mean that there aren't really wonderful things that we have here. Um, it, and it doesn't mean that we can't enjoy what God has richly given us. But I do think it means that we can't be living for that and then just try to tack Jesus on. Right. I think that's part of... Um, and that's, how does that happen? I mean, that's, that's happened. <laughs> it's yeah. happened. I mean, and I, I mean, even, I just, I told you I went to seminary, but uh, uh, <laughs> then all of a sudden that's over with and, uh, and that can happen where all of a sudden, and uh, it's not, he's not your life anymore. That could happen. And it's, I think it's, uh, it's awful. And the only way to get around that is to, is to sacrifice your life, you know, to give it all to Jesus and, um, and to, to, as you say in your book, no other gods. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, 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 you know, it's just, it's really freeing when the Lord begins to reveal the gods that are in our life, because the, the truth is, is that when we, when we are serving false gods, we're not happy. Uh, we, we might enjoy some measure of fleeting fulfillment that, you know, that comes and goes, but really we we're under this harsh master, you know, whether it's a, whether it's for money or it's for a person or it's for, um, uh, sex or power or substance, or even if it's for kids or grandkids, it, it doesn't really matter. But when, when we've made someone or something, God, you're, you're under a, a, a harsh taskmaster and it, and it's, it's wearying. And I've, I've been there, I've been there and, and you're on a vicious cycle. And I love when Jesus says, listen, come to me, all you who are weary that, you know, those of you who are burdened, come to me, I'm humble um, my, my burden is light. My yoke is easy. And I, I really believe that, um, he's, he's saying that to us today, even with all of our stuff and all of the things that are, that are controlling us and that are bearing down on us that we think we need to, for happiness. But Jesus comes into all of that and, and says, no, that that's actually going to be a weight. That's actually going to be a burden to you. 
Our special guest is Kelly Minter, and she's a Bible teacher, author, and singer-songwriter with a desire to serve women of all ages. And just to let our audience know that Kelly's in-depth Bible studies include Ruth, Lost Love and Legacy, a study that follows the redemptive story of Ruth, displaying God's providence and purpose even in the most trying circumstances. You also have Nehemiah, a heart that can break, an unforgettable journey. Uh, you have the letters, uh, let's see, John. Um, of course, you're, you have the study on Second Corinthians. Um, so God places this on your heart, obviously. Uh, the Bible study, how hard is it to put a Bible study together and then have it, you know, sent out there for, or, you know, a life way for the world to see? Well, uh, I was, it was a lot harder when I was first starting out just because I wasn't sure how to put a Bible study together. And I'm not still, still not sure. I totally know, but I think I've kind of come up with at least the way that I do it. But, uh, I, you know, that's actually become a really enjoyable process for me. Um, I, I usually spend about a year's time, wow. not necessarily every single day, but the course of a year, even a little bit longer sometimes where I begin to um, think about the idea, talk about it with my publisher, Lifeway, and then uh, begin studying and then writing and then taping video teaching for them and then turning it in. So it's, it's a pretty long process. And uh, it, it definitely takes a while. Then um, it was hard because the Second Corinthians study called All Things New and then No Other Gods, they were pretty back-to-back. So I was writing for a couple of years pretty straight and, uh, and in a couple new projects, but also taking a little bit of a travel break this summer, which is nice. You're extremely busy. And I was going to ask too, you know, I was talking to my wife, said, wow, she could sing, uh, worship leader, everything, you know, Bible study. And I'm looking, I see nieces, nephews, and I'm wondering, and if you don't mind, I don't want to pry, but do you, um, is there a special husband in your life, <laughs> you know, a man in your life? You know, I know, not right now. I'm actually single, so I've, I've not been married, so I'm single. Uh, I'm very thankful, though, that my brother and his wife and three kids live just a few miles down the road. <laughs> So that's really a lot of fun. And right. then I've got more <laughs> sisters and some more nieces and nephew up in Virginia or um, nieces and a nephew up in Virginia. But uh, yeah. I was going to so- ask you if it was like the gift of singleness or not, you know, <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, I just, I'm just being nosy, but forgive me. I just, no, that's someone's okay. going okay. to be happy. You know? <laughs> no, no, that's totally fine. I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty open book here. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so right now not married, but um, you know, there are, there are things that you go without for sure with that, but there are also some blessings too, which in the, so it's been, it's been good. I've had a lot of been able to travel a lot and also really pour into my, my nieces and nephews, which has been fun. Yeah. You're like the female version of Paul. I mean, you're going to the Amazon. No, and some man's going to have to keep up with you as far as the husband, you know, <laughs> the, well, I know, but, but yeah, but I, surely <laughs> there's gotta be somebody out there. There I'm sure there is, you know? And so let me ask you a question. I mean, um, when it comes to, the the um the singing and songwriting uh that you do also the introspection is that still something that is that really kind of you were you know when you did the christian counseling uh that kind of search really made you a rich deep person that obviously came across in your bible studies and your singing uh do you still are you still kind of like willing to i guess as an artist to face it all and to do you do you welcome that you know lord look at my uh, you know the thoughts and tense of the heart, and or so do you sometimes feel like I've arrived? Oh no, no, no! I definitely don't feel like I've arrived. In, in fact, if if in some ways I feel like life gets more complicated, in some ways simpler, and you're 
you know, your convictions become firmer, but in other ways, it, things can become more complicated. So, no, I'm very reflective, and in actu- and actually, I've I've kind of come to um, to to feel like uh, reflection and pondering and studying uh, the word and all of those things is actually part of my gifting. And so I really try to make time for that. And that's yes. something that I'm doing this summer because uh, it's really easy to get really busy and, and start racing in a lot of, you know, d- different directions. And I just have gotten to that place where um, I, I realized that I was actually missing out on, on something that I'm, uh, I'm good at, which is, is, is thinking and pondering and reflecting. And so I, yes, in fact, even this morning, uh, I didn't quote that exact verse to the Lord about, you know, test me and, and know my thoughts and all of that. But I, I did pray, you know, Lord, just you have me, you just lead me, you show me what you, the things that you want me to do, you know, you be my wisdom. And, and so I, I definitely don't feel like I've arrived. I do feel like I'm at a place of peace and that there are some really f- fun and exciting things going on ministry wise and, and, and otherwise, but, but, uh, no, I don't think I'm ever going to feel like I've arrived until I see Jesus face to face. It must be rewarding though to bring people together. It's really what you do. And, you know, people's in their, in their homes and, uh, other places in church and you're bringing people together around the person of Jesus Christ in these Bible studies. And it, I'm sure that, um, I mean, that's really, it can be really special. And unfortunately today in the church, I, I suppose that there's the main event, you know, the, the sermon type of thing. And then, and sometimes it's a lost, they call it like a, like a dinosaur Bible study sometimes, you know, and, and so, but people come together and uh, how rewarding is it for you to see people come together in Bible studies uh, all across the nation? Well, it's a huge blessing. I, I, I mean, honestly, it's probably, um, one of the most effective things <clears throat> that I get to be a part of. And so I'm, I'm really grateful for that. I also have an event called cultivate and, and it's a women's event. And I, I, I do 10 to 12 of those a year. And that's also really fun because I'm able to be there in person as people gather. And so those are so fun. It's a Friday night and then a Saturday morning until 1230. And yeah, I bring a Nashville acoustic band with me and I teach and, wow worship and share a little bit about mission and what God's doing in, in the Amazon and in Moldova. And we have some time of prayer. And so that's really cool too. That's been a really fun uh, shift for me the last few years is to also be able to create something live and in person that where people can really come together and I can be part of that. Um, so that's, that's been really fun too. But I do believe that, that being in the word um, in, in, in any community around Christ is, that's the church and that's the call. And so I think there's a lot of power in that. Yeah. And, uh, and good things happen when they're crockpots and, and people eat around, the, you know, the person of Jesus and learn too. I mean, it all makes it special. And plus you're in people's living rooms where you have the uh, video based eight session Bible study as right. well. So right. um, a lot of fun, yeah. Yeah. And say, so, and where could people buy your books and how can people, you know, because obviously you're, you're touching people right now. And during the interview, where, how can people learn about you and buy your books and CDs? Oh, thanks, Michael. I'm, I'm happy to help anyone with anything. I mean, they, if there's a local Lifeway store, all my studies are, and books are there, but probably the easiest way too is just my website. It's just kellyminter.com and you can get everything there. Um, so that, and that's just a good way. I also, 
do a lot of blogging and things like that where I'm just trying to come up with free content that I hope is helpful for people and a blessing. So yeah, just the kellyminter.com website. Yeah. And there are only a handful of people that you really know that have this giftedness for, for Bible study. And you're one of them by God's grace. Kelly Minter is an acclaimed author, speaker, songwriter, worship leader, and she's passionate about women discovering Jesus through the pages of scripture. She seeks God with commitment and an honest uh, integrity that shines through in everything she does as you have heard. And you're still living in Nashville, Tennessee. That's correct. Uh-huh. Yeah, wonderful. Well, you're, uh, I, would, I suggest people buy your book and your CDs, and they're going to be in for a pleasant surprise. We appreciate you and your ministry and uh, for being on the program. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Michael. I really appreciate it. Our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics, Bayer Dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology. Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailored solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand, from headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems. For more information, please visit north-america.bearedynamic.com. And by Vocal Booth To Go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors, audio professionals, podcasters, producers, and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients. It's your go-to place for sound treatment, soundproofing, portable, and mobile vocal booths. Visit VocalBoothToGo.com for more information. And by Hamilton Stands, founded in 1883 in Hamilton, Ohio, Hamilton Stands is the oldest music and instrument stand maker in the world. They offer a broad range of sheet music stands, band and orchestra instrument stands, and combo stands, including mic stands, guitar and keyboard stands, and accessories. In fact, the broadcast you're listening to is made using a Hamilton stage rocker mic stand. Visit HamiltonStands.com. And Oralex Acoustics has one mission, to make you sound your best. Thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics, along with free expert advice, total sound control products from Oralex. Enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Oralex.com for more information. And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators.